This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday cast, live cast, casting on Twitch, cast. Pretty good. I nailed it. You know, with episode 611, I've really hit my stride. I'd like to see you really on point. I don't think that's ever happened. No. Remember, but thank you. Remember What's we tried up? to do those live video, those uh, those promo oh, video things? Promo video. It took and like, everybody was awful yeah, at it. It was so bad. I wonder if we still had the rough cuts on those. No. They're terrible. I tried it once and it was that was it. Yeah. Nope. It was scripted. I was the, the I was the only I was the least bad yeah. at it. I was the only one that could actually like get a, a video done. Back when we used to do like these little five ten minute uh, promo videos of yeah. like really quick like snappy what's the news news for the day. We thought it'd be yeah. super easy, but it's scripted. It's not scripted is so tough. You can be like completely at ease when it's live and you don't have a scripted thing to say. But then as soon as you have to say something, you just start sweating, Bumble, and stammering, stumble. Yeah. It's make... like being an actor. Like you can't mm-hmm. do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that there's such a few amount of people out there that can do like the daily show and all that stuff. Like it takes real talent to do that. It's extremely difficult. However, this is signals from the front line episode 611 live on Twitch. What's up everybody in Twitch land in Mambir. Once again, thank you so much for the cheer. We really appreciate it. A cheer immediately. That was great. Axis of Inchby just resubscribed his 41st month. Wow. We've been doing this for a long time. He's been with us since the start. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Three and a half years. Thank Great. you so much. We super appreciate the patronage and support. Mm-hmm. Helps pay for everything. We uh, buy Mariano a sandwich once in a while. Yeah, when they're on sale. Yeah. <laughs> From the, the Ralphs and the, uh, the $2 bonus buy. The one that's turning gray. Yeah. It's like, is this still edible? I don't know. Let's risk it. It's cheap. Yeah. We've all been there. So in this episode, we're going to cover quite a bit of stuff. So let's go ahead and jump in. First of all, big news. The Bay Area Open 2019 registration is now open. Now, for those of you who tried to go in and get a ticket on Monday, they updated their site. I don't know why they chose to do it on Monday, mm-hmm. but they did, and it took longer than expected. Uh, the site looks quite a bit uh, better now. It's easier to navigate. If you have been to the Kublicon site in the past, you may need to clear your cache. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to pull up the old site. Again, I don't know why they chose to do it on the day that registration opened. That's cool. Uh, they go by the, the bang of their own drum, man. Yeah, well, it's... it's yeah. It, the, the, the event is, um, they're trying to do a facelift, which I totally get, but uh, I'm sure they learned the lesson in years to come. If they do that, they'll do it before registration day opens. Mm-hmm. However, some of you have been emailing, hitting us up. It's been a little difficult to find your way to the ticket. Uh, just click onto the, ba- the BAO 2019 page on Frontline Gaming. I've included navigation instructions nice. in it's, there. It's really cryptic. Like You got to like open like your DOS file. <laughs> And start typing in commands to like get to their the link on their website. Mm, you yeah. have to listen to a Beatles uh, track. It's a challenge backwards. Though. Yeah, and then you'll you'll hear the voice that tells you how to get there. No, it's national treasure. It is a little bit difficult to navigate. However, if you go to the BAO 2019 page, you will see navigation instructions I included there to get the tickets that you're looking for. Makes it easy. Important to note: uh, if you get any of the main event tickets, the BAO Championship. Or I'm sorry, the 40K Champs, AOS Champs, 40K Narrative. Those come with a, a full event pass. Mm. So if you get one of those, you do not need a full event pass. 
And uh, that's why they're under the general admission tab, not under the tournament tab. A little confusing, but from their perspective, it includes a general admission ticket. That's why they're there. So uh, anyway, navigational difficulties aside, grab a ticket. They are selling really quickly, uh, even with some of the hiccups we had coming out the gates. Israel uh, Sanchez. Yeah, they're going. Yeah, don't don't be a Sanchez. Yeah. Don't pull an Izzy. Every year. He always waits till the last minute to get his ticket. Almost misses out every time. You don't want to be in. Uh, don't be a Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Be a cool. Be a be a Butler. That's right. I always arrive early. Yeah. To party. Yeah. When I'm going on Tinder dates. I arrive like 20 minutes early. They love it. Just get warmed yeah. up. <laughs> Spot and out. Like, hey, door. I'm just hanging out outside of your house. <laughs> I'll just be here until you're ready to come out. And I have that big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it goes really well. No, Jason. The cops are called immediately by a neighbor. Jason's still single. Yeah. Might also be on Megan's life. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. So make sure to grab those tickets. They are selling very quickly. Just to recap, once again, we have a wide variety of events this year. It's not only a 40K Championships event anymore. We have two RTTs, one on Thursday, one on Sunday. Uh, we have a 40K Champs event. We have a 40K uh, Narrative event. 40K doubles event. That's going to be a long war doubles event run mm-hmm. by our friends at the long war. Uh, that's going to be a ton of fun. Those that's Kenny Boucher, the, the Boosh, the one and the only, as I call him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenny will be there along with some of the other crew. American muscle. American. Yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. They put on a great event. And, uh, the, the long war doubles event at the LVO is over 200 Ooh. in attendance. It's huge. Uh, and then they also do one at Adepticon that pulls up big numbers and, and it's gotten great reviews. So make sure to check that out. And the narrative event, the 40K narrative event, will be run by the crew that runs it for us at the SoCal Open, at the Las Vegas Open, which at the LVO draws 150 players. It's huge, really, really fun. It's gotten, again, excellent reviews. Uh, and then, of course, we're also going to have Age of Sigmar this year as well, which we're really excited about. For the last, like, five years, people have been asking us to run Age of Sigmar or Fantasy, mm-hmm. um, we just simply never had the room to do it, mm-hmm. and now we do. So we're very excited. There's a really big, uh, healthy Age of Sigmar community up in the Bay Area. Uh, the LD2 guys are up there. Uh, tons of people that play AOS or former Fantasy players. And uh, John Fearhelm, our friend, is going to be running those events. Uh, he runs. He's very active in the AOS community up there. So we have a, a, a narrative mega, mega battle on Thursday for AOS. We have a um, uh, RTT on, um, or I'm sorry, a doubles event, uh, Sigmar's Twin Tailed Comet. Mm-hmm. Should Ooh, be fun. I like that. Yeah. And that's what it's called. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. And uh, then there'll be a, an Age of Sigmar Championships event, and that'll be over the weekend. Really cool, very exciting. And then, of course, also with more time, the 40K Championships event is going to be a full blast, you know, super <laughs> major. Uh, it's going to run Friday, Saturday with a. Um, finals event for the top eight on Sunday, just like the LVO. Uh, it's, it's, it's fully, it's reached its, its final form. Yeah. It's gone super. The yeah. It, the BAO finally has the convention. room to be yeah. what it could be. Yeah. yeah. Very excited uh, for that. So, you know, it's the LVO within another convention. Yeah, exactly. A convention in a convention. Yep. And Kublicon is cool. It's a long-running event. There's ton, There's over 600 a lot of different events going on at it. Mm-hmm. There's like cosplay. It's really fr- it's very family kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course it gives you the opportunity to go visit the bay. Yeah, San Francisco is only about 20 minutes away yep. from where the hotel is. So yep. right off the freeway. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. It's really cool. If you wanted to do a, a family trip to the bay which a lot of people like to do. Mm-hmm. They can go check out Fisherman's Wharf. They can, Wharf, they can check out the city. Uh, San Francisco out, is amazing. Uh, Martinez, California, Ooh. starting place, the Frontline Gaming. Don't, you don't, 
Yeah. Take a trip. We should take people on a tour, a guided mm -hmm. tour. Okay, well, like, and on the left, sleeping it, on the left is, is the state mental hospital. <laughs> on the right, right the is a county prison. Ooh, across the street from Frontline Gaming, that's a biker chapter house. Here's the, the bus stop where they drop off the people from the mental hospital. <laughs> oh, no, it's the oh. prison. The prison, they would drop them off. Yeah. Well, oh, no, right. it was both. You had the state <laughs> hospital, <laughs> you had the, 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 yeah. the county prison. We had the, the, the uh, steel refinery. Uh -huh. And then we had two biker chapter yeah. houses. Like... The we Sons also, of though, Anarchy, you had a like, spot down the street from us. But uh, you know what? It was a good bus location. Oh, yes. You can get off the bus. We'll take the bus it there. It was across the street. And there was a pizza place literally across the street. Yeah. And they would give us their Free pizza. pizzas. At the end of the night. They'd come over with stacks of boxes of pizzas. Yep. They would come over and they're like, hey, you guys, we know you're hungry. And we're like, we are because <laughs> we're broke. <laughs> and they would give us pizza. Yeah, That's you know. Great. And then above us was uh, Section 8. Section 8 housing, which Section if you don't housing. know is uh, government-assisted housing here yeah. in California. It was a lot of um, very nice people, but a lot of like mentally handicapped mm -hmm. or various states of... of it was good. Yeah. Uh, it was humble, humble <laughs> beginnings. Anyways. Oh, God. Go down you know, you know what's funny, though? Train here. Not to, not to, yeah, not to yeah. go too far down the, the nostalgia path. Martinez, though, is a beautiful... It is. City. It's one of my favorite cities. It, yeah. it, it's if you did, if you took away the state hospital, this county jail, the, the refinery, the biker chapter houses, it would be an absolutely. Yeah. It'd be one of the most pretty places to live yeah. in California. Or if you like that, if you like that like <laughs> atmosphere, it's the place to move. Remember down by the uh, the bus stop, the the train stop. Mm -hmm. There was yeah. like that community of like hobos down in that so little like, like San Diego in that little yeah. like uh, ravine. Yeah, I was like, "What are you guys doing down there?" I don't want to know. I like. I just remember. I'll, I'll add one more because we are going down the, the train here. But like, I remember sitting down, having coffee, looking at the newspaper, the local newspaper, and the thing that caused Martinez to say, "Okay, we need a police officer to patrol the downtown," was a woman had defecated in her hands, and then walked during the bar time, like six p.m. There's a lot of bars <laughs> there too. She walked down the street, smearing it on the all the windows, all the way down. Main down, Street. Main Street. And on people's cars. Yeah. And then the city council was like, all right, I guess we'll have some sort of police officer there. It was I really mean, uh, an interesting... I remember when the crazy lady came in with uh, no shoes on, mm -hmm. and she walked in, you're like, oh, great. She's like, I talked to the Pope. Remember, do you remember this? No. This and I was like, oh, really? What did the Pope have to say? And then she's like, she, he wrote me a message. I'm like, ooh, do yeah. tell. And then she goes in her hand, and it said Pope. Nice. And she, I was like, the Pope wrote Pope on your hand. He said, yep. I'm like, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, can, if you're not going to buy something, if I could please ask you yeah. to leave. And you feel very bad for these people, of course, but it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. We'll go to Martinez. It'll be a, a fun trip. Yeah. So Bay Area open. We'll do it. <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some of the stories. Anyways. And on to other news. That is exciting though. Yeah, because Kubicon's cool. Yeah, and, and, and it's Bay nowhere Area near any of that May stuff. It's nice. It's not uh, weather's nice. It is. So yeah, uh, it makes a great trip. So we hope to see you mm -hmm. there. And then of course the hotel is right next to SFO, the airport. It's mm -hmm. like super close. Yeah. So it's very easy to get in, get out, and uh, enjoy yourself. So we hope to see you there. Please do grab those tickets soon because they are selling extremely quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past, the BAO has sold out in days. Yeah. So you don't want to miss out on that. We also have a brand new FLG mat, very exciting. This one is called Airstrip. Uh, obviously, it has an Airstrip on it. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. 
And a very cool, highly detailed mat, of course, just like all FLG mats, it's made right here in San Diego, California by us. Very high quality neoprene mouse pad style material, comes with a carry bag. And this one comes in all the sizes we currently produce, six by four, six by three, four by four, three by three, and the 24 by 14 display mat. Very, very fun. Uh, if you want to pick this up during the release week, which is between now and 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, October 16th, that is not this coming Tuesday, but the following, it is 20% off. So you can take advantage of those savings. If you want to grab something else, any orders, $99 and up, are free shipping within the continental United States. Yep. So you can grab another mat, ITC terrain, some <coughs> product, save yourself some dough. This one is really cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. What I was thinking would be fun too, because you could use this for like bolt action or something like that too. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a 40K or, or a kill team or, mm -hmm. or what have you. But um, put like, do, do a scenario where you have to like take out like um, uh, uh, bombers or something like that on mm -hmm. the airstrip. Yeah. One of my favorite mi missions in um, Call, of, uh, Call of Duty mm -hmm. is, uh, not Call of Duty, uh, Company of Heroes was where you did, you raided the German uh, airfield. That mm -hmm. was super fun. And you had to take out the, the the Luftwaffe planes before they could take off. That was super. I really enjoyed that. I thought that'd make a really cool scenario mm -hmm. for uh, for this mat. Yeah, this will be good for uh, modern warfare games as well. Yeah, which there are quite a few of twenty eight millimeter. Um, oh, they're usually a little bit smaller. They're like twenty millimeters, right? Well, I mean, they're, the, there's the metal. They're modern, true twenty eight yeah. mil because the the GW twenty eight mil is the heroic scale. Yeah, and it's everything's exaggerated. Yeah. So it's and now it's actually going. Like Age of Sigmar stuff's going more towards like 32 mil to be yeah. to be honest, but um, yeah, th this is scaled appropriately for games in that nice. uh, in that range. Very cool. Uh, also, new GW uh, releases this week, which of course you can pick up from Frontline Gaming for a discount, uh, with again free shipping in the continental United States. For orders 99 bucks and up. Got Wake the Dead. It's pretty cool. It's it's like it kind of came out of left field a little mm -hmm. bit. It's um it gives you uh, primary Space Marines versus uh, Eldar. And uh, the Wake the Dead theme comes from the fact that there are um, uh, uh, Wraith Guard in it. Also gives you two exclusive miniatures, a Primaris Lieutenant and a Plastic uh, uh, Spirits here mm -hmm. for Eldar, which is really cool. Check it out. It comes with some scenarios and fun stuff. It's a good deal. So if you want to pick up any of these minis, a great opportunity to do so. Plus, we also have two new kill teams. We have a Tau and Necrons, the Necrons is, uh, comes with a, a box of Immortals, mm -hmm. which you can make into Deathmark, into Deathmarks or Immortals. Yeah. And then the Tau are Pathfinders, if I remember correctly. Uh, or they just, it's a Fire Warriors, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is. It's just a Fire Warriors. So check those out. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Kill Team has been super popular. Uh, grab those if you so yeah. desire. Because it's some cool terrain. Some, uh, it does. Uh, the Wall of Martyrs. The Wall of Marty's, as Frankie so aptly Marty's. read it. Yeah. I was like, Marty's? It's martyrs. Yeah. Uh, but the news I am most excited about, uh, really, really cool. Most of you know I'm an orc player. It's uh, top three favorite armies for me, and I've just been patiently waiting for this codex to drop. Mm -hmm. uh, and my gosh, these models are freaking amazing. And that video yeah. that GW put out had me laughing my ass off. Um, so pumped for this. Uh, GW showed off a bunch of the new, you know, the new orc kits, which they haven't identified all of them yet, so mm -hmm. we won't say anything either. But uh, we do know that that's a war boss on the trike, mm -hmm. and then there's a bunch of uh, buggy, you know, type vehicles right. that look absolutely amazing. They're definitely going for the Mad Max theme, which I like. Well, look if you it's look at the if you look at the blue one yeah. that has a little grot on the front, that is yes. that is Mad Max. I think it's appropriate, and um, 
It's, it, it, it's the one awful. that I don't like the space car, the space, uh, the race car. See, everyone's like a lot of people say they don't like the race car. It's but just look, the setting. Look is... at it. It's not the. It's a the front is a scoop that sends you yeah, into spinning I, blades. I get it. That is awesome. I get it, but the aesthetic is it's like a Formula One race car, and I just you're, don't. You're a Formula One race car. It doesn't fit the setting for me. That's it. But yeah. other than that, I think everything else looks pretty good. I'm sure there's ways to modify it. Just like the Torox or something like that. That looks goofy. And you can put other stuff on it. I love all of them. I yeah. think they're amazing. They, other than that one, I think they're all fantastic. The Warboss and the Buggy looks really cool. Um, or the Rocket the car rocket bike plane. thing. Yeah. Dude, how cool is that? Did you see Did you see that um, they, a couple of the photos, somebody zoomed in, and the Orc boys are on 32 yeah. millimeters. It's causing quite a stir, but the yeah. thing, like, here's the thing, right? Good. Uh like Rebates, 30, 32 mils, models. the orcs look better on 32 mil bases. <clears throat> in my opinion, I've been talking to other orc players. Mm -hmm. Some don't like it. And it, of course you, it's like, now it's like blase, but like now mm -hmm. it's these guys for, it's always a shock when it happens to your army, mm -hmm. right? I had the same reaction. People are like, I'll never rebase my model. And I said the yeah. exact same thing when space Marines were going to 32s. I was like, I'm never going to do yeah. it. Um, you know, that was a battle company time period. Yeah. So like we had just as many orcs. Yeah. And someone, <laughs> some guy was like, I have 120 boys. I was like, I have 150 space Marines. Yeah. I have a hundred scouts. Yeah. They didn't have to get rebased, but I was like, mm -hmm. just cause you have an orc army doesn't necessarily mean you have yeah. more models than somebody else. Right. And it won't be mandatory, but I think they look better just to be honest. Yeah. I, I would have already put them on there if people wouldn't have got mad anyways. Well, this is the thing with it though, right? Like for combat, it's worse, period. It's just worse. Yes. You get less guys in to swing. Orcs want lots of attacks. Mm -hmm. They get lots of attacks. But for models like Ludas and especially Storm Boys, mm -hmm. Storm Boys won't even stand up on 25 millimeter bases. Yeah. Like in Ludas and stuff, like who gives a crap if Ludas are on a 32 or a 20, 28? It doesn't make that big of a difference. For Orc Boys, it does make a big difference. Yeah. So I can totally see Gameplay-wise, like they take up more space, mm -hmm. they're better at screening, they're worse at fighting. I can see why yeah. people would would have strong feelings on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but at this point in time, just like you can play Space Marines on a 28 millimeter base if you mm -hmm. choose, you can do that with Orcs too. However, if you look at Age of Sigmar, GW has put out a base a base chart for match play rules. They're like, hey, if you're playing uh, in a match play game, uh, you have to use these size bases. Right. I don't think that it would be you know, unlikely that that would occur in 40K too. Right. Uh, it hasn't. You know, we don't know if it's going to or not, but I think that that's something that you should definitely uh, prepare yourself for if you um, are an org player or whatever. Mm -hmm. that, that, that is something that could happen. Yeah. So, so be ready. And if you, if you have righteous indignation about changing your bases, yeah. talk to everybody in the fantasy world. Yeah. They had to rebase their entire don't army. Don't burn your, mo your models. Yeah. On the charcoal pit. It's really not that. I, I made a big <laughs> deal about it too. And I was like, I'll never go. So I, I get yeah. it. But it's really not that big of a deal. And when I put my space screens on 32s, they just look better. They look better. And of course, some people aren't going to be able to do it because the way you based them. Then you and, just put extender rings on yeah. them. Like, but again, we, we don't really know anything yet. We've just seen a photo. Yeah. Those might be like Ard Boys or something where they say those. No, those are just regular boys. Okay. I don't know. I mean, who knows? It, so looks, I, it looks like they're going on 32s, just from pictures. But. And the, the, like a lot of what they do in those pictures, like don't read too much into it. A lot of it's just for aesthetics. Yeah. Like it just looks cool. It does. You know, most and, models, I think even guard look better on 32s, to be honest. No, you're crazy. It gives you more space to model. I don't like guards on 32s. Like I, I like having like human size, elf size models on 28s mm -hmm. and things that are bigger on 32s because that makes sense. 
right? Like even, you know, uh, most demon models are on 32s now, except mm -hmm. demonettes, they're on 28s. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because they're, they're small. But um, that argument aside, the new org stuff looks stellar. Mm -hmm. Really, really excited to, to, get our, to get that book out there. Again, like I've been saying for a while, I think org players are going to be stoked. Mm -hmm. I'm stoked. It's, I think it gives you everything that you want and right. more, you know. But we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be someone who's going to be like, ah, you said it was going to be good. I hate you. Yeah. Uh, you know, that always happens. I'm sure it'll be just fine. I think it's going to be great. Just fine. I think it's going to be great. So we tell we were telling you all about our Age of Sigmar Learning League that we're doing here at Frontline Gaming. Uh, we have a couple update pictures for mm. you. Some really cool stuff. So uh, Andrew has gotten his uh, first unit of Plague Bearers and his Feculent Naramal mm -hmm. painted, whereas Scott has gotten a bunch of Night Goblins built and in various stages of painting. I didn't have a chance to actually take a picture of my Beast of Chaos. I've gotten uh, my first unit of Gores built and primed, and then I'll be getting another unit of uh, Gores built and primed in my Doom Bowl too, so I'm pretty excited. Nice. And then Jason, you've gotten a couple of your- um, Gotten two models in the first unit built. Wow, setting the world on fire. Pretty there, good. But yeah, you can see these pictures and really cool stuff. I hope you enjoy it. But uh, we're excited. I, I can't wait to play a game. I've been reading the uh, army book a lot. Yeah. And I think the Beasts of Chaos are going to be uh, very strong. Yeah. No, I'm excited to keep going with it. It's uh, time, of course, is always an issue. But um, I need to get that one first unit built. That's my goal now. Yeah. Build one single unit. I'm not going to like, like my, my game plan, because obviously yeah. we're going to struggle to keep up. But my yeah. game plan is to like not like fully paint them to a completely done state, but to get them like. Right. tabletop ready and based mm -hmm. and then i can go back and do detail work and stuff yeah so i'm going to break out the airbrush and try and get some um some base coats done i think the only way that i'm going to be able to do this is if we like set aside like a half hour during my work day or just because that i'm set like i'm here so i'm like okay just do it like before work or something because like yeah. wednesday nights we hang out and tonight yeah and we're going to be getting some work done so i'm excited because i really do want to get back into playing age of sigma regularly if at all possible it's just time has been not Ugh. something we've had a lot of. Andrew's such a show off. His looks really good. Yeah. His looks really so good. So Scott. Yeah. So yeah, I hope you're enjoying that. Um, and we'll keep updating you with pictures as we go. Pretty cool. Yep. And then also GW let us know that they updated the Shadespire site. Check that out if you're a fan of Shadespire. Uh, it looks really cool. And of course, there's some new uh, warbands on the way that they've been previewing. I want a goblin-themed one and a zinch-themed mm. one. So that should be yep. a lot of fun. And stay tuned. If you are listening to this, uh, if you're watching us live, pardon me, you will not hear this interview, but make sure to check out the podcast or the video cast to catch the Genesis Project. We have an interview with Gary that lead on this. It's a very cool, very kind of unique uh, miniatures. I want to call it a miniatures game. It mm -hmm. uses miniatures. It doesn't make any. You can use whatever miniatures you want. Uh, and Gary is a friend of ours, also the um, owner of the NAFCA blog, uh, Fayette yep. 2 Really cool, very nice guy. He's been working on this project for like four years and they're getting ready to launch. Very so cool. yeah, check it out. All right. ITC. We got all kinds of stuff going on and a little sneak, little, little teaser, hmm. if you will, a little, a little tickle. Uh, BCP. I just got off the phone with them before we did the podcast. They have some extremely exciting stuff going on. Can't wait to see that roll out. Uh, listen to Pablo's last bonus podcast and you can hear a little bit more about it, but uh, we're really excited about what they have, uh, some of the irons they have in the fire. And we'll let you know as that develops. But uh, the ITC is going to get a lot cooler and uh, a lot more engaging in the near future. So Nice. Was that a good? That was pretty good. Well, yeah. 
It's very cryptic. Ooh. <laughs> That's the way you get them, buddy. Big things coming for the ITC mm. and BCP and other abbreviated things. <laughs> Nicely done. You like that? That's better. N- Nicely done. I know we're um, we're gonna we're working on getting a team tournament um, going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do we call it? The ITCTT? I was mm-hmm. like, that sounds so stupid. Yeah. It's like alphabet soup. You can't even like, I don't know. We'll have to come up with something else. because that's, that's pretty good. That's a bit much. I think it's okay. Okay. We'll work on it. All right. But uh, a big shout out to our friends over in the UK running the Last Chance Open. It's the second biggest UK ITC event. They sold over 100 tickets in the first two days. Mm. There's only room for 150 people. And as the name implies, it is your last chance to go to a major before the LVO. So if you are in the neighborhood um, within where, flying where distance, is it? it's in the UK. I, I don't know specifically okay. where. Uh, but uh, this is Ace Face, uh, our friend John. Mm. He, he's uh, one of the main organizers. I think he is the main organizer. Yeah. But uh, really good guys. Um, uh, Ace Face uh, was associated with Tabletop Tactics. He's got his own YouTube channel now. But really just really, really awesome, nice people. They've been running ITC events for years and now it's just really taken off in the UK. So they got the terrain going. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. UK standards. And that, that was a low blow, sorry. <laughs> um, of course, referencing some of the, the fiasco that happened at the, the LGT, where not all the terrain got painted, but hey, um, I'm sure that that will not go down again at any of the events there because that got quite a bit of right. uh, negative press. But it's good um, to see the competitive. I mean, it's good to see that an event is selling out so quickly. Competitive event because that wasn't the case for a long time in the UK, where it was a lot of people were skittish about a competitive environment, um, tournament, competitive tournament environment. And there just wasn't there wasn't a lot of events. Period. We've seen a a a big change in that in the last couple years. It's blowing up the Mm -hmm. UK scene, which makes sense, right? It's the home of the game. Right. Is going bananas. Like I I talked to a lot of UK uh, TOs, and their events are selling out left and right. And like as I understand it, the big challenge there is finding venues that are big enough. Right. Uh, they, they, it's not we're kind of spoiled in the states because we have convention event centers halls and event halls all yeah. over the place like veterans halls um you know I was, gonna, I was about to say freemasons but not, they're, not they're in event halls. scottish rites yeah. halls we have them like everywhere county we have masonic temples here yeah we do yeah my, my grandpa's a freemason. but they don't do 40k gaming there that's why my grandpa's a freemason i was like grandpa do you do awesome like trying to control the world he's like no we mostly just like get together and talk about it like the community and yeah. like do fundraisers, like bake sales and stuff. I was like, man. Yeah. It's not as cool <laughs> uh, as you might think. No Draco reptilians. No. Flat you gotta, Earth. You gotta dress up. Flat Earth. Uh, cool hats. They do have cool hats. They have cool uniforms. That's yeah. true. I was like, that's it? You guys just do like community service? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Weak. I was expecting so much more. Um, but a big shout out to them. That's yeah. awesome. Can't wait. Speaking of terrain, I uh, wanted to show off some of the cool terrain we've been building. These just got done. Um, I'm going to do a tutorial on these. This is some of our ITC org terrain. Mm-hmm. And these are going to be for the SoCal Open and the LVO. And uh, this terrain can be really time-consuming to paint mm-hmm. if you want to go to the wall with it. But uh, I got these done in a relatively short period of time. I think they look really good. Uh, not just me, obviously. I, I did the painting. But uh, it was a team effort to get it to this point. Um, so I'll throw up a tutorial on if, if you're a TO out there and you bought one of these sets and you're a little intimidated by painting it because it can be. Um, this is like kind of a quick and dirty way to make it look cool. Hopefully everybody mm-hmm. thinks it looks cool and, uh, match a mat and, and, and get it out there on the table. So look forward to that. And if you're coming to the event, you can expect this quality of, of terrain. 
really taking it to the next level. Yeah. But uh, also with the amount of people that we have coming to the LVO, I'm also I'm, I'm a little rosebud in my britches. Mm-hmm. The amount of work that needs to be done. Yeah. I'm a little, little puckered. We'll get it done. We always do. Hmm. It's going to be some long nights yeah. for the next four months, but it'll get done. Exciting stuff. So upcoming events this weekend, we do have a major battle for salvation in uh, West Harrison, New York. Long running, very well respected, very cool event. We got to get out there and go to it one of these, one of these days. But this is one of like the, you know, well respected, longest running East Coast events. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it. Also, another well respected uh, event, uh, Muju Mugu Games uh, ITC GT, uh, obviously supported by the Mugu Legion. Uh, this is a great game store up in Everett, Washington. Check it out if you're in the area. Go support it. Uh, from what I understand, it's an awesome store in the team, the Mugu Legion. Really good guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is going to be another great event. If you're an Age of Sigmar ITC uh, enthusiast, we do have a GT, the Clash of the Tetons GT in Cheyenne, Washington. And of course, the SoCal Open coming up at the end of the month, which, grab your tickets. We're down to like the last four weeks yeah. before the show. So make sure you grab those tickets. Yeah, I know it's coming up. Uh, if you want to come and participate, we still have room, and we hope to see you there. Current top five 40K ITC. First place, Nick Nanavati. Second, Mike Porter from the UK. He will be coming out to the LVO. He's nice. very excited. <clears throat> Trent Northington of the Warhogs is in third. Matt Root is uh, hanging on to fourth place. And Arkan Skari is in fifth. Also a super stoked Canadian player. Can't wait to come to the LVO. We're excited to see him. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because uh, Skari... We've been friends with him forever, but I've never actually met him. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those internet uh, friendships. I'm excited to actually put a, a face to a name. Although I do know what he looks like, but it's going to be nice to meet in person. 40K ITC Hobby Track Top 10. Matthew Bad- Bodnarchuk moves into first place. First player with all five scores. Well done Very to cool. him. Yeah. But uh, Lou Rollins <laughs> is not far behind him with only a 50-point, 54-point difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Ginoni has moved into third place. And Jeffrey Merrick in fourth. Nick Gower drops down into fifth. So very exciting leading up to the LVO to see who's going to be our first ever 40K ITC Hobby Track Champion. Yeah. That's going to be cool. They're all in. It's really going to be exciting. Because yeah. uh, what they're we'll do, too, models. They're not, there's no dipping. No. I hope not. Uh, but if, if they are at the LVO, mm-hmm. um, when the time comes, we will um, get some pro pictures of the Army taken very cool. to, to show it off. Because some of the, again, send us pictures if you're on the top 10. Mm-hmm. I want to show off your army. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that they're good pictures. Because um, the ones we've gotten so far have not really been <clears throat> publishable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like in a dark room with a flash the on. The flash on is the best. Uh, flash on with a bright room is even better. So. Uh, I think it's worse in a dark room. <laughs> like, taking pictures of miniatures is actually, it, it's not intuitive. Like, yeah. you, you need to do a little bit make of sure research. Make sure there's not like questionable stuff happening in the background photo. <laughs> it's like someone in the bathroom. Yeah. Be careful. Murder I've always wanted to do that for the paint studio. Not like horrible, but like just weird stuff happening in the background. But just be like, hey, here's an update on your models. Person's like, what is going on? Yeah, there's like a clown in the back. Just just like, what's happening? Oh, that'd be crazy. Just never mention it. Be like, what? What what clown? Uh, Age of Sigmar, top five. Joe Cryer moves into a a very strong first place position. Again, he is also the first player to throw up all five scores. And what we mean by that... The king of Age of Sigmar himself. Joe, Mr. Joe Cryer. Mm-hmm. He'll be at the SoCal Open. Looking forward to seeing him. Uh, you need to have a major under your belt to get a full score. 
in all of our, everything we do in the ITC, mm -hmm. uh, except for uh, faction scores. For faction <clears throat> scores you do not. And uh, Joe has, has got the first one under his belt, which gives him a commanding lead over James Thomas, who continues to hold on to second place. Yeah. Matthew Pashby in third. Matthew Jones moves into fourth. Josh Harvey moves down into fifth. So it's going to be really exciting to see how the SoCal Open shakes this up. A lot of people are going to get their fifth score at the SoCal nice. Open. So very excited for that. Uh, Age of Sigmar ITC Hobby Trap. Philip Verduzco uh, knocks Laljeet Sidhu off of his throne, moves mm -hmm. into first place. Well done. Laljeet moves down into second. Joseph Halifacker in third. Josh Lara moves up into fourth. John Christensen moves up into fifth. A lot of movement there. That's always exciting. Shadespire top five. We got Mike Kors leading the pack. Matt Everhart uh, into second. Michael Rundles moves into third. Brandon Ulick moves into fourth, and Andrew Everhart stays in fifth. Uh, well done. Again, yeah. we're going to have a Shadespire event at the SoCal Open. Mm -hmm. If you do want to come, get some points, please do. Yeah. And uh, very excited for that. Also, for the uh, ITC, those of you who are, have been calling out for um, a little bit more recognition, I know in, in Canada, um, they want to start recognizing provinces not just taken as a whole country. Mm -hmm. um, New Zealand has been calling mm -hmm. out, and New Zealand has a ton of events coming up. They have two majors on the way, a bunch of GTs. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been asking to get their own rankings. The UK mm -hmm. wants to get their own rankings. Um, we hear you, and the BCP team is uh, working on it. Yeah, um, it's they, They've got full plates, but uh, we're, we're, the, kind of what we're talking about, the model that we're looking at, is doing uh, annual updates to the regions. So at the beginning of each season, uh, we can take a look at, okay, you want, you want to be recognized as a region, perhaps it's a country in Europe, mm -hmm. like you know, Sweden or, or Denmark. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Danish ITC events. Yeah. And you go, hey, we would like to kind of compete amongst ourselves. We get it. It mm -hmm. makes sense. It's a lot of work to do, and it makes sense to kind of do it at the beginning of each season. Right. So as we start coming towards the LVO, if you think your region should be recognized on its own, if there's enough support for it, start pinging us, hitting me up, contact at frontlinegaming.org, mm -hmm. and we can start looking to do that. And the, the devs at BCP can just do it all at once. Yeah, because we don't know anything about your country. <laughs> so like, we don't know the regions. We don't know the states. I didn't even know you had any. Okay, good. To be honest. Good. Uh, but as, as, it, as it's growing <laughs> and becoming more popular, it makes sense. We knew this was going to occur. Like the USA has been broken into five regions and mm -hmm. I'm sure at some point in time, each state is going to have its own mm -hmm. ITC rankings, right? Like it just, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. We can do lots of exciting and fun stuff when we get to that, like state championships, which was an idea we had in the past. It just didn't have enough support. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could be a, a Canadian provincial yeah. champion, uh, an Australian uh, provincial champion or, or what have you. So um that's all really exciting stuff. It's all stuff we want to do. And as support grows, we can do it. So let us know. Not right now. Uh, down the road. Yeah. As we get closer to the end of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, and we can start looking at doing that. Like, perhaps we should recognize, you know, the UK and then break it down further. And Ireland, Scotland, etc. Mm -hmm. um, as event, as support uh, continues to build, that would make sense to do that. Right. So, very exciting stuff. Jason, why don't you it tell is. us a little bit about these uh, robot men? Ooh, these are big robots mm. and uh, they're colorful. <laughs> Keep going, baby. Yeah, so uh, 
I'm not sure if, if you've seen this in chat yet, but uh, we are, these are a couple Imperial Knights that were painted up. Um, we got a, a Castellan, I think, and the, the Valiant is also in there. Uh, these are Tabletop Plus, but these are really good. This artist kind of went above and beyond. <laughs> Every little detail has been painted. Look at all the gen uh, the um, the lenses. Um, it, what really, and I say this every time, but what really makes a knight look phenomenal is putting the decals on them. The decals were done correctly, which uh, there's a lot of wrong ways to do decals, but this artist, um, yeah. just like all of artists, um, put them on uh, in the correct manner. Um, I do, I'm going to interject really quickly. <clears throat> I want to give a huge shout out, whoever this client is with the Castellan, mm -hmm. uh, good on you. That is actually House Raven. There you go. And it has an admec, it has the admec face. He knew what he was asking for. Dude, so he, give me he, Raven. I, I would be happy to be blown off the table by this castle in Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. That You don't feel bad. You're like, oh yeah, you just took out half my army in that first turn. It's okay. You know what? It's cool because it's actually House Raven with yeah. all the proper iconography. It's actually painted. And painted. It's not gray. Yeah. So yeah, that's Tabletop Plus, level three basing, um, which is a, our complex basing. So it's the highest level that we offer other than Masterclass, which is its own category. Um, just really fantastic. We have a couple of Space Wolf characters that were done. Um, client just requested the Games Workshop uh, scheme, and that's what he got. He's a Tabletop Plus again. Look at the details of the armor, the highlighting, multiple highlights. Every detail of the armor is picked out. Um, really did a fantastic job, and these resin models uh, aren't the easiest ones to work with in the world. Yeah, sometimes they can they become a lot. They come pretty warped. So uh, these ones did have some issues, but again, talented artists were able to uh, get everything back into working order. And I think that's it, right? No, we do have the 2,000 Suns vehicles oh, too. The, the loading, pictures are loading. The Hell Talon and the uh, 1,000 Suns Contemptor Dread, which look Okay, again, awesome. those are just tabletop standard, but they're very clean tabletop standard. Yep. And, and all that is, is it's an airbrush base coat that was put on very nicely um, with minimal highlighting, this line highlighting. And that's so effective. It is, you know? especially with Space Marines and Eldar. Hmm. Um, that's really easy to do. Oh, we are not having internet. Um, let's see if we can answer some questions in chat. Can anybody, are we even, can they even hear us? Guys, we're having internet issues. Let me know if uh, you Just can hear us. Try to refresh your page. I think we're okay. We're back. Ooh. We are back. Let me refresh this. Internet went down for a sec. Yeah. We got a blip. Uh -oh. I like to call it. RIP. There we go. Hmm. Ooh. Thanks for nothing, Cox. Uh, okay. Uh, just you can close the notes. We're done. We'll just scramble answer your questions. Okay. This is, look at this. Look at what you're doing to me. I had it all under I control. haven't even forwarded you though today. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. Hello. And hey. we're back. Oh, we got an advertisement on Twitch. For the man in the high castle, which I've heard is really good. Looks pretty cool. Anyways, what were we talking about before we lost you? I was just saying that showing off that Contemptor Dread, oh. which is pretty pretty good. Yeah, this is a, a tabletop standard. Again, uh, this artist, like a couple of ours, I really like. They do clean, minimal work. It, it just looks fantastic. And it's a very affordable paint very job, Very affordable. And that's a step up from our lowest standard, which is... Tournament, tournament standard, which still looks good. And it's really affordable, and yeah. then you can go in and do the yeah, rest of the work yourself. Wolf. He's just, just getting squished. The client was like, make a smash Space Wolf. <laughs> Done. You got you it, You got man. it, bro. All right, let's go in and answer some questions in the chat. Got it. We Ooh, are back, we are. baby. 
Internet can't hold us down. Yes, it can. Uh, RVD one of a kind. Yes, he's back. No, um, no, we're not enforcing 32 mil gays. Not with a hammer. We already said that. Come on, RVD. Say- it's funny because if you put a 25 millimeter base into a 32 millimeter base, there's not that much of a difference. It actually, I mean, it, it makes a big difference in regard. It's a four mm-hmm. millimeter difference, right? But mm-hmm. uh, it makes a big difference when it comes to the, the nuts and bolts of melee. Yeah. Um, Austin, the man, thank you so much for subscribing with us via Twitch Prime. Oh, yeah. Super appreciate it. Remember, if you do subscribe via Twitch Prime, you have to renew it every month. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are still enjoying the content. Which is weird. Why do they do that? I don't know. Interesting. Will there be ping pong tables at the LVO or SoCal? No. Dang. Uh, Matt B., We'll be at the LVO. His, his, <laughs> cool. Who's Matt B? Uh, there's a lot of them. I don't know Matt B. Um, Novastar87 asks, Reese and Jason, what are your favorite clans? And he's referring to orc clans, Jason. Oh. <laughs> uh, Fluffwise, I have I have always liked the snake bites. as my favorite. Not always my favorite to play, but I've always liked that uh, they're kind of like curmudgeon old, like yeah. old orcs that like to do things the old way. Yeah. Um, and then my second favorite, I like the blood. I don't know. They're all cool. I like, I like blood axes a lot, and I do also like speed freaks. But uh, mm-hmm. snake bites be number one for me. I like the goths. Really? Yeah. They're yeah. so like militaristic, yeah. and they hate all the other orcs. So I like, embarrassed by them. Yeah. Like, idiots. And like the goths will join like a war band, and they'll be like standing in formation, and the other orcs will be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. They're like uh, saluting. Yeah. It's just it's really funny. Well, that's the blood axes. You're thinking of the blood axes. No, I'm thinking of the goths. So. Yeah, the blood axes are the ones that, that march in their information. Okay, so it's the one, yeah, the ones that wear like the army helmets yeah, and that's, are like that's... all the other orcs think they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when orcs, youths, when young orcs rebel, yeah. they become orderly. Right. That's And that's how they rebel. And then the older orcs are like, oh, those kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's uh, a question. Yeah, that's fun. And then you guys are going to, oh my God, I can't wait for them to show off the orc clan rules. You guys are going to lose it when you see how cool they are. Uh, we're losing it, but this person's asking, what's the difference between a GT and a major? It's so again, every, all of the ITC information on the nuts and bolts of like, everything's fully transparent, right? We don't, nothing is secret. If you want to go, go to the main ITC page, scroll down below the calendar of events. Everything is there spelled out in exacting detail. But to answer your question, uh, uh, a GT has to be five or more rounds has to be a certain number of players. A major is just more more players. And in order to get a full score in the ITC, you have to have at least one major, at, um, at least one GT. It's, 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 you can have up to five majors, up to four GTs to count towards your score, up to four RTTs, or three, excuse me. Um, but really, it's, it's a way for, it, it's cool because it gives tournament organizers a measuring stick. Oh, we hit GT, we're stoked. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to a major, we're stoked. It's cool for that, and it, it helps to, to encourage people to go to these events um, because you need to go to get a full score, and that's on purpose to help support the people that are risking their money, taking all the time and energy to run the mm-hmm. event. We want to give them a little bit of a little bit of an insurance policy. Like if you hit GT or major, you're more likely to get more people to come, and it makes it less risky. Therefore, you'll get more events, and it's worked. Yeah, we're really stoked to see that. Uh, Holly two three eight zero, thank you so much for renewing your sub. That's our main it's not man. Howley. It's, it's Alex. Oh, they said Howley. Howley. Oh, yeah. Hey, brah. This is funny. People were asking about Halloween events at Soka Open. It is the weekend before Halloween. It is. So they should yeah. have a, go- a maze or something there. They had last year. They did. They had like a spooky maze and like a like a ride or something. It was like a... 
A house of Jason's ex-girlfriends. I think you have to have ex-girlfriends too. I think it would be yeah. ex-girlfriend. It'd be like one. Yeah, to be. I don't one do room. well with the ladies. I'll <laughs> just be honest. You look like freaking Adam Levine. How do you not do good with the ladies? Just your anxiety overrides your good. My looks. mouth opens. <laughs> I talk. Yeah. Uh, the mustache. Oh, brother. Um, how are you guys ad ad adjusting to the FAQ? Uh, did the world end, or is, are you still playing 40K? That's like the, the nicest FAQ of all time, where everyone's like, yeah, it all makes sense. There, there was a couple of detractors. And the people that were mad were the people that were abusing it. Uh, we had a question about, I don't think Guard is going to survive chapter approved. Can you scroll up a little bit, buddy? Mm, you try. I don't think I will escape. Primark Safarius oh, nope. says, I don't think Guard will escape chapter approved mm -hmm. in as good a place as they were now in terms of CP regeneration. Um, they're still really good. They're still really good. Yeah. I think you're still going to see people taking guard because you get five command points. Mm -hmm. And then as long as your dudes are alive and you're spinning CP, you're going to probably get one more per turn. It's the cheapest way to get a lot of command points. Yeah. And what a, a lot of people are talking about now, like, oh, I'm just going to take a guard brigade. Mm -hmm. And then I'm still going to have the castle and I'm still going to be fueling the castle with all these CP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. The idea was not to like make that impossible to do. It's just going to make it where you have to choose. It's more yeah. reasonable. And it's also like, well, now maybe I won't take the Blood Angels yeah. with the guard, with the Castellan. Because <laughs> you just won't have the, uh, the CP. Uh, Mamdir says, Jason should start playing bass. I used to play Slapping bass. Slapping the bass. Oh yeah, Jason was in a punk band. I used to play bass. That was uh, the only instrument that I could play. Ghost Valley said the world did die for him. Sorry. Mm, How is Titanicus sorry, doing in our uh, area? Asks Drew Busy. We don't know. We're selling it, but we <laughs> haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um, I haven't seen anybody play it. All the people I know that have played it say it's awesome. Um, it's just like um, I, I it's like Necromunda or any of the other games. Like I'm sure there are people that play it, just not us. I, I just we literally. I don't have time don't to put together time. a five-man unit right now. Just, uh, just so you know, because Frankie is on vacation, is on a Bon Voyage vacation. So, yeah. Um, we're happy. For, we're really happy for him. Uh, K dash one two three. Double checking, but can the Raven Guard Alpha Legion use their jump packs in the Vanguard move? Um, uh, as I understand it, uh, it's the 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 fly keyword is only in the movement phase. We're waiting for confirmation, but that might apply um, even to things like. Um, uh, help me out. Warp time. Not sure yet. Um, there's a little bit of ambiguity mm -hmm. there. We're waiting for GW to, to clarify. Uh, the world didn't end, but it also didn't get that much better since soup is still the way to go for Imperial Army, says SF Panzer. I don't understand why people are like so upset about soup. Like in every book I've ever read, almost every black library book I've ever read, it's not a single... Mm -hmm. uh, Imperial faction fighting by itself. I think it's because people feel like, like if you play a faction by itself, you do have a bit more like street swag. You do. You, I, I always, I I, I'm 100%. Like it's more impressive. Like I'm more impressed by a person that yeah. brings like a full blood angel list with no allies, anything and does well, or does like reasonably well compared to somebody who brought a, a soup list and does very well. Because I look at that, I'm like, yeah, it's because I have a soup list. But if somebody like, it doesn't get my attention. I don't care. It's like, oh, wow, like the top five were all Imperial Knights with Catachins. Who cares? I don't want to look at their list. You know it's, what I mean? It's like, if, but if I see somebody with Necrons on the top that isn't like three Tesseract Vaults, I'm like, wow, like what's up with this person? You know, I just think it's more impressive. doesn't matter. Like, you, you know, you're still going to have an issue. It's still going to be difficult going to a tournament bringing a pure anything just because of how the game works. But just know people like me think you're pretty cool. 
I'm the same way, and I've always been really open about it. I've always been like super like I think it's way cooler to win with like a, a, a army that's more difficult to play. Yeah. It's what I do myself because mm-hmm. uh, I, I need somebody to think I'm cool. <laughs> so yeah. At least I got my own myself on my own right. team. Um, but I just I don't think it's like it's not like a bad thing. Like it's not like you shouldn't be able to bring guard yeah. with space marines mm-hmm. or whatever or an assassin. Yeah. Because it's like that is that's just the, that's that's a representation of the IP of the game. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal at all. You don't want it to be an automatic choice, which it's not, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Some people feel like it is, but right. I don't think it is. Um, I just, I don't get the blaring animosity mm-hmm. towards it. You know, and, it's, and I don't think everyone's against it or upset. You know, it's just, we some hear Some people it in a are just, they comments. bang that drum so hard. It's just part of the game. It is what it is. But again, like, I I personally feel it's I, it's more impressive to do reasonably well with a mono build. I think so too, and it's and it's and it's not, not like a night mono build. I don't care about that either, you know. So, anyways, I, I, I think it's cool. You get definitely more street cred when you play with the mono faction army. Right. It's like definitely like oh wow, like in BCP, a lot more people are going to click on your list yeah. than they are going to be on the the flavor of the month list because right. everyone's going oh wow, how'd you do that? Yeah. yeah, so you definitely get more more ups as mm-hmm. a result of doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think you're like, it's not like you didn't win if you won with a list that's, you know, the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from your victory, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it just, you, you went the safe route more, yeah. so to speak. It's just, it's a little less impressive, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's not impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you shouldn't demonize people for, for kind of going with the, with what's cool at the moment. Right. Um, but we... I think an extra pat on the back for people who do things in their own way is, is definitely. Right. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna be in a, a, a martial arts tournament, you know you're not gonna break your foot, you know, the day before you go into fight, because you know. Where are you going with this? So, like you're not gonna handicap yourself, like in a gotcha. competitive environment. I see what you're saying. Right. So like, why would you? Why would you enter a competitive fight by putting your hand behind your back? You right. Know? That's the, that's the way I look at it. Like when you go to these big competitive events, like you're gonna bring what's gonna do the best. You know, you're not going to, you're going to, you're going to do as much as you can to minimize any kind of like problems you may have yeah. at the game. So that's the way I look at it. But then again, like if you do really well with like an orc codex right now or something, that's impressive. And people look at you. So anyways, I, 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 don't I agree, really know with, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. I think it's great. I was just reading some of the comments. Uh, mm-hmm. Primark Safarius says, I never get street cred with my mono build army because it has Gaiman. You know, it's funny. I, <laughs> I had a couple people. I mean, for the most part, the first part of my Nova Open article, which I promise I'll finish. I've just been stupid busy. Right. Um, everyone was like, oh, that's so cool. Mono Space Marines made the top bracket. And I'm like, yeah, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's challenging, but you can do it. Right. And then, of course, there was a couple of detractors who were like, well, since you use it doesn't count. I'm like, oh, go away. Yeah. The thing is, it's a part of the game until Games Workshop determines that they are going to say you have to play with the same faction in a, in a uh, match play, but they have not done that. So, you know, it is what it is. I think uh, Red 3 standing by makes a good point. Part of the frustration that people have is that the availability of allies means that making marginal improvements to their list keeps leading them towards playing codices and factions that they didn't set out to be playing in the first place. I, I think that's a fair uh, uh, remark. Some of the other comments, I'm sorry if I didn't catch your names, but people who play like Necrons or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, t- well, Tyranids actually have quite a bit of options now with Gene mm-hmm. Colt and Guard. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, that part of it is like kind of this feeling of like, man, it's really hard for me to get CP, but with allies, you can get CP really easy. Mm-hmm. Well, the FAQ addressed that to an extent. It made it a lot. 
the gap has been narrowed quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I think those are pretty fair, but the thing is, like Red 3 standing by, you don't have to take allies. A lot of the times, the, the advantage that you gain is only a perceived advantage. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I'm not tuning my own horn. Mm -hmm. I took pure Ultramarines to Nova, made the top bracket. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't compromise at all. Mm -hmm. you, you, don't, you don't have to. Like, yeah. I find that when you put these little hurdles in your way, mm -hmm. you become very creative, but you just have to kind of like, not to get too like hippy dippy or whatever, but you just kind of have to open your mind to it. Right. Like, what, <clears throat> like if you play Blood Angels or whatever, and like a lot of people online will have you believe the only thing that's good in there is the scouts and the smash captain. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just not true. Right. Right? Like if you really dedicated yourself to the task, you could take a pure Blood Angels army, you could go to an event, you could do really well with time and practice, you could even go in expecting or having a, a reasonable expectation of, of winning. Mm -hmm. It's totally doable. It's definitely harder, but it's doable. And like we were talking about before, mm -hmm. all of a sudden now you're a superstar. Because you did what everybody was saying couldn't be done. Right. And then all of it's the funny thing is, as soon as you do it, other people start doing it, and then it becomes right. the norm. It's funny how these things happen. And when you get to um, wreck somebody who's doing the flavor of the month with your mono build, you know, that's a cool feeling. You know, it's going to shock that person. Yeah. Because they're going to feel like they built a mono build that's the flavor of the month, or not, sorry, they, they built something that was flavor of the month, it should win. And then they get crushed by somebody with like, you know, who knows their list, plays monobuild. It's I don't know, like I just it's a cool feeling, you know. I you, you come in with an advantage too. People yeah. look at it and they're like, oh yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. You're like he right. he. Uh, Apocalypse, I think something or other. I missed it. Uh, interesting question. Well, that I feel that's a red herring argument, saying that we're biased about it. Well, no, These I, are just, our I, I would like him to 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 I would like him to to extrapolate on it because we get this a lot. Yeah. Yes, we work with GW. He's like, you guys work with GW. How are you not biased? Biased what? In what way? Yeah. Like, are we in general? Or are you talking about allies? I think they're saying that we should be more against it. I don't, the problem I, is it's the game. Like, that's the rule of the game. I want to so hear like, what he has to say. because I rage against nothing. Don't put words in his mouth because I'm actually really curious right. to hear him extrapolate. Because um, I, I don't understand what the hell he's saying. Like, we're, we're biased because we have an opinion on allies? Uh, because we're, we're okay Pats with on the back don't give you soup. CP? Yeah. I still don't understand what you're saying, buddy. If you could, I, do. Uh, I get it. I get it. If you could extrapolate a little bit, because we get this every now and then. People are like, "Oh, you know, you guys are just GW's puppet." Like, we're not at all. Yeah. Not in any way. No. They do not tell us what to say. I, I mean, we, I told one of the main game developers that the Age of Sigmar was dead because of 40k. Yeah, but you were joking. Yeah, you were joking, <laughs> and you didn't like that. Yeah. The thing is, like, like just like because a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, you guys aren't negative enough or, or whatever." The thing you have to understand is is working with people and getting to know them and developing yeah. respect for them as an individual, respect for them professionally, mm -hmm. knowing that that they put their heart and soul into something and there may be flaws with it. You're, it's going to be a lot different. Like if you're talking about your friend, like if, if your kid goes to the science fair and builds a volcano and it doesn't work perfectly, you're not going to be like, son, you're an effing idiot mm -hmm. and I think you're you should never do this again. Yeah. No, you're going to approach it in a very different way, mm -hmm. right? That's where we're at. We don't aren't obligated to say or do anything. Mm -hmm. um, we sign NDAs. There's certain things we literally can't talk about, but that's not that, that's a legal matter. It's not an influence thing. Um, yeah. We choose to be more positive because, for one, it appeals to more people. Mm -hmm. 
not very many people want to listen to a podcast where you're just ranting and raving and being super negative. Right. Um, it also we, doesn't fix anything. Like no, it, it doesn't. Like that, the rules of the game are the rules of the game. And so it's like being <laughs> upset about something and like yelling about it and saying, I disagree with this and blah, 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 blah. Does nothing. It literally does nothing. So like try to put a positive spin on things is, is my philosophy in life. Like try to look on the bright side yeah. and work around issues instead of like butting up against them and not getting anywhere, you know, and that's good for, for your, your regular life for 40 K, you know, anyways, that's my opinion. No, I, I agree. And it's like, like, we're not, we're not trying to like butter up to them mm-hmm. or anything. Like that's, that's not, that's just not mm-hmm. the case. Yeah. Right? It doesn't work. We've tried it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we tried to nerf Tau into oblivion. No. And it didn't work. They no, would not have it. No, we didn't. <laughs> Please stop. Even that's the joke. I, luckily, thankfully, that's kind of like gone now into like joke land, and like people aren't less people are actually taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. God is gonna follow me to my damn grave. Yeah, good. It's gonna be on your tombstone. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, CW Dub says he would burn the science fair down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bakara says my dad told me those exact words. <laughs> All right. Well, I think most reasonable people would not yeah. do that. Uh, it, it's just it's it's different when you know the people personally. And you know that they have feelings too, and they're human beings. You're not yeah. going to just be a complete d bag, right. right? You're not going to be on a Facebook group just being, you know, horrible. Yeah, just like raging against the cloud because it doesn't like that. that doesn't solve anything. Um, and then, of course, RVD, one of a kind, jumps in with his yeah. with his, his. Well, he's not being signature bad about negativity. It. He's not being bad. He's just saying like if you. You, you don't have to be negative, but you can acknowledge that there are flaws. We I think we both acknowledge that, that there was a lot of flaws with command farming or the CP farming, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was really causing a problem in the game. Games Workshop acknowledged it, and they made changes to it, which is something they haven't done ever. Remember they're, 7th edition? They're reacting to things really quickly. I don't quickly. know how many people quit that yeah. edition. Oh, yeah. I quit oh, God, that edition. 7th edition got so bad. You know, and, and that's just because you had stuff like CP farming in 7th edition well, that no. went on for years. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying like it. Like it, With yeah. no change. Yeah. yeah, good point. So it's, you know... Be, I would be. This is the best the game has ever been. I Games agree. Workshop, the manufacturers of the game are actively participating in the I, community I and making changes. You know, yes, you can. You don't have to be negative, but yes, I think we both acknowledge that there are certain issues that need to be addressed, but they are being addressed. Right, and yeah. I, I think that's what you make great points. Right. And I, I to to kind of reiterate what you're saying uh, in response to some of the people that are like, hey, you know, you guys like it's weird when you guys are like the game is perfect. I don't think we've ever said the game is perfect. No. And that's not the point, right? Like we're saying it's better than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And let's be positive and let's be excited and, and stoked about that because GW is fixing problems as they pop up. Mm-hmm. And like you said, in 7th edition, it just it went so off the rails. We had knights flying on terrain and ridiculous, yeah. crazy stuff. Wraith knights on. Invisibility uh, and reroll saves. <laughs> just, Invisibility. Oh, oh. So not fun. Yeah. And what, what we're trying to convey mm. is like, hey, the game is in a great place and now we're coming we're turning around the we're coming around the corner where we have proof that it's in a great place it's mm-hmm. not just a saying xyz it's like look at all the data that we draw from bcp mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of people all around the world that are analyzing that data uh pablo's podcast have been doing a great job of that mm-hmm. and it's like we can show you definitively that that the game is relatively balanced and getting better mm-hmm. is it perfect no it will never be perfect but it's moving towards a point that we've never had before where not only do we feel like it's relatively balanced, it is prov- like ob- objectively, provably, mm-hmm. mathematically provable that it's, it's moving towards a place of balance. So, I mean, and people in the chat are, are bringing up, well, 
the CP farm sucked. You're right, it did. But if you look at that as like the biggest problem in the game mm -hmm. compared to what we had last edition, yeah. it's relatively minor. And there was still stuff that would wreck you even when CP farm was going on, which I was playing. Yeah. You know, because I went up against a Harlequin player with Dark Eldar and Eldar, who his entire army was basically min minus two to hit. Yeah. I was like, well, doesn't matter how many CP I have right. <laughs> if I can't hit them, you know? And it's, it's so there all... was counters to everything, and that's been addressed. There, there, there's, and there a lot of people in the chat are saying, I've been playing for 20 years. It's the yeah. best it's ever been. You're yeah. never going to make everybody happy. Thank you, guys. It's true. You're right. Um, and it's, it's relative, right? Like yeah. you were saying, right now, those are problems. Mm -hmm. So they are the biggest problems in the game. Right. But when you have like kind of the long view, you're like, man, this is nothing compared to some of the problems we have. Does that mean that they're not worth addressing? No, we mm -hmm. definitely should. But let's try to not be a D-bag when right. we're expressing those opinions. Yeah, Games Workshop has stepped up these last couple of years of this edition. Like <laughs> they, it, it's night and day. Yeah. Like, like before seventh edition, I quit the game because I was like, this company is at this point now just manufacturers. Yeah. The, everything they do is, is based on sales. And I feel at the time that was true. They made a complete turnaround and now I've never seen them like this before. Yeah. You know, and it's, it is. Some people are saying it's the, it's the, um, the golden years. I don't know about that because like, I, think I don't so. know, Goblin Green Bases was pretty cool. That was pretty fun back, back in the, in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. I, all my armies were Goblin Green Bases. Right. And Bring I that didn't back even, and I didn't even, we're, go I we're golden. I didn't even yeah. know you could do it differently. I thought that was like, you had to do yeah. it. Um, Red 3 standing by makes a really good point. He says, uh, financially, GW is in the best place it's ever been. So clearly the customers are supporting him. Yes. Yeah, their stock is gone. Support the customer. The customer is going to support you. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a couple other comments. Apocalypse448 responded. I wanted to make sure that we closed that loop. He was saying he was just expressing his opinion. Yeah. He's not a competitive player. He doesn't want to deal with things like the CP farm. Felt like we were under, we were downplaying mm -hmm. him. Yeah. From, from your perspective, if it's a big deal, it is a big deal. Uh, sure. And if it's if you can't participate in your local uh, gaming group because everyone's playing a certain way, it's understandably frustrating. Yeah. But just remember, like you, your experience is not the world's experience, and it's hard. To, it's hard to like, and, and that's true with everything. It's hard not to get focused on yourself and how you're. It's going for you. Like you really have to look at the big picture, and the big picture right now uh, is that this is the best it's been. I think the our friend Juice, uh, one of the Longmore guys, awesome mm -hmm. dude. Um, he said it really well. He's like, the game is more than the game that you are currently playing. Or he said it really poetically. I, I wish I could say it correctly. He's like, the game is bigger than the game in front of you or something mm -hmm. like that. Basically, right. the meaning being yeah. that what is happening for you and your experience in your game is, does not reflect the game as a whole. Right. Um, and, and try to bear that in mind. So Apocalypse 448, if the CP form was like really spoiling the experience for you, I, mm -hmm. I, I empathize with you not trying to downplay it to the point of saying like, oh, it's not an issue. It was, mm -hmm. it's been addressed to maybe not to everybody's satisfaction, but it has been addressed. And um, hopefully yeah. that makes you feel better. Cause again, looking at been, I've been playing the game since the beginning of second edition. The problems we have now are really nothing compared to what they were, right. but there's still room for improvement. Definitely. Yeah, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. And if you really start feeling your blood boiling and you're getting upset and you're going to explode, just take a step back yeah. and be like, I'm playing with toys. Yeah, this is my hobby. Like, this is fun. Like, yeah. I am buying army men that I'm going to put together and I'm going to paint. And it's fun. You know, don't water your paints down. That's a big myth. Um, no, uh, you absolutely should thin your paints. Uh, CWW says, yeah. new GW is the best GW except for Gene Slayer Cole. A briefcase with unmarked 
is inbound to the FLG. Oh, briefcase. <laughs> okay, uh, I won't open that one. Thank you, CWW. Yeah, the Gene Sealer Cold thing infuriated some people. For those who mm -hmm. don't know, they basically don't function correctly right now. Right but now. GW said point blank, it's because their codex is on the way. Yes. So I. They will have a rule, their own army rule that lets them do something. Yeah. So but just hang, hang, hang tight. Hang tight. Hang tight. I know it sucks and it's frustrating. Go maybe. back to the world of Warcraft for a month. <laughs> you know, just relax. And then, <laughs> maybe not the best way to handle it on GW's part, but you know what? They or explained EverQuest. it. Just kind of hang hang tight. Mm -hmm. um, they, they'll, they'll get to it. And then there, there was another really good question. I forget your name. Mm -hmm. It was like Bam 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 or Bam Door or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that GW, as a playtester, in your opinion, do you think GW should move towards more like beta testing? Uh, and then again, this is just me expressing my opinion, not an indication of what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I, I like the idea of getting community feedback yeah. before things get finalized because no matter how good the playtesters are and no matter how much stuff we catch, there's always going to be a small percentage of things that, that do get through. And from the perspective of people who have not been a part of the whole process, it's like, oh, how'd you miss this? How'd you miss that? Yeah. You guys suck. You're dumb. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you don't know how much stuff we actually caught right. we actually caught tons of things right but when you have a million sets of eyeballs <clears throat> you, you are in one day mm -hmm. going to see more than 10 sets of eyeballs can see in a year mm -hmm. it's just the way it is so this is a good question daedalus 81 you know what you are going to be running the itc major in boston there you go um, we found him it's you there's a <laughs> there's a itc major in boston coming up no That's no cool. this person is ordering us to get somebody to run oh get someone one. to run one in we in did boston. you you know, we, we always make ourselves available to provide support. Yeah. You know, um, if if you need help running an event or whatever, you can always reach out. Um, we don't have a ton of time, but we always try to put aside some time to help yeah. people out. The one that I'm trying to help get off the ground right now personally is a New Orleans event because I love that city Ooh, and I would love to fun. go. I've never been. Spectre Song. Uh, you know what? This is every morning I wake up and I'm like, is today the day that we're getting an FAQ. <laughs> Red 3 standing by. Yeah. How much money for a little advance info? I know, dude, every day for greenness. You know what? I we, pray. I get on my knees and I'm just like, please. Please, Emperor, deliver me from evil. Yeah. So Green Knights, yeah, they are the lowest performing army in the game right They're now. We have, we have data that, that proves that, that yeah. supports that. That's not a, um, that's not like yeah. just an opinion. It's, it's fact. Yeah. They do need help. Um, GW is aware of it. And I would just hang tight. Yeah. Uh, chapter proved is on the horizon mm -hmm. and again to be fair like are they the the lowest performing army in the game right now they are not going to try and sugarcoat it mm -hmm. but if you compare the worst army in the game or the lowest perform i shouldn't say worst the lowest performing army in the game in additions past to now the gap is not what it was right relative to our current situation yep relative to the past where literally nobody was playing them whatever army was bad like mm -hmm. remember in the in days of yore you'd go to a tournament and literally 25 to 50 percent of the field was one army and it was the same build the yep. same build yeah there were that, three it was gray knights space wolves uh Necrons. knob bikers yeah no knob bikers <laughs> fell out of favor pretty quickly but i mean it's, it's is it a problem now yeah. it is and it's being worked on but again if you look at the diversity now if you look at the spread now compared to previous editions it's mm -hmm. not even comparable. It's not even remotely you close. Won't, you won't see. I mean, you might see a couple of the same lists, but it's surprising. Like you'll go to a, even a local your local tournaments. 
everyone's gonna have something different and it's gonna everything is is has a chance yeah i feel you know yeah i mean even gray knights which are the lowest performing army in the game they still win games it's just yeah. not as frequent and it's more difficult to do yeah so again am i trying to say like if you're a green knight player you have nothing to be upset about absolutely not you right. do However, chapter proof should just be a picture of the Grey Knights. It's a great, is it actually, it's, it's a new Grey Knights. Grey Knights yeah. Oh, brother. Like, fine, you wanted it. Yeah. The, the, so be, be excited for chapter proof. You're probably going to get some love. And be, be, take solace in the fact that GW is aware. Mm -hmm. They do pay attention to the stats. They are looking at all this data. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's not as bad as it, it as has been. If you look at the vast majority of the armies, they're in that 50% plus or minus 10% win ratio. That's called balance. That's mm -hmm. called game balance. Yeah. That is what it is. So there's exceptions. There's outliers. Yes. Uh, some armies don't even have a codex yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, Grey Knights, you guys <laughs> definitely are at the lower end of the scale. That's a bummer. There's such a cool, iconic list. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all could have a million ideas to make them better. Yeah. But but they're a great ally army. They are. You know. I, I, I believe that. Um, it is really it is tough to play them solo. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe I'll try to make that as my next project. Good that'd luck. Be, that'd be fun. Good luck. That'd be fun. Um, Ghost Valley, use your GW influence to get another Sentinels of Terra's codex out there. Dude, you and me both, how much I would love to play that old Sentinels of Terra like style list now. Mm -hmm. Oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so good. Especially with the FAQ, uh, I think Iron, I was already playing Iron Warriors, Chaos Space Marines, mm -hmm. but um, uh, Imperial Fist, I think are gonna get a little bit of a, yeah. they're gonna be a little bit more appealing now too. Um, especially Crimson Fist with their Relic, mm -hmm. uh, the Relic Fist that they have is super good. Uh, great conversation. I'm sure we could go on for mm -hmm. another hour, but we got work to do. So thank you all so much for joining us for episode 611 of Signals from the Frontline. Thank you for all of your um, participation in the chat. That was a lot of fun. I think it was very informative. And again, please grab your ticket for the Bay Area Open 2019. Yep. They are up for sale. They are selling very quickly. Yeah. Uh, I would not be surprised if it sells out relatively, relatively soon. Mm -hmm. And of course, SoCal Open is on the horizon. We'd love to have you if you can make it. And check out that new FLG matte airstrip. What, yes. what? Fantastic. Mm. It makes me want to fly away. Me too. <laughs> fly away to Ireland. Like Frankie. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We will not be broadcasting next week. Um, I will be on Cruise Hammer. So uh, sorry, we will not be seeing you until the following week. Uh, episode 612 will be on, I think, the 17th mm -hmm. of uh, October. So until then, have a good one. <laughs>